Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. Let it be the hero when entertaining family and friends. Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour. Perfect for roasting, frying, baking, dressing salads and for dipping bread. Make your food taste even better with a little help from Cobram Estate. Premium quality, great tasting and a versatile healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. G'day guys, Dill here. This should not come as a surprise to anyone given he's one of the biggest and best sports broadcasters in Australia, but Brian Taylor's podcast, Life of Brian, is absolutely flying at the moment. Recently he's had on James Brayshaw, Tony Jones, his nephew and Sydney midfielder James Rowbottom, and even horse teeth Tommy Sheridan. Life of Brian is not just about the guests, it also provides a great insight behind the scenes of the football media and BT's life away from the mic. He's a very, very quirky man. Who would have thought picking up sticks is so important? The show is hosted by his son Harrison and it's fair to say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because Harrison gives Brian a run for his money. Life of Brian is a clubby sports podcast and it should be in your rotation. IllyXX. Hey fam, back again. This episode is unbelievable. So exciting. Almost ridiculous. Ned Brockman. I love this kid. Incredible, incredible, incredible mindset, incredible attitude. And, um, yeah, so keen for you to hear this guy's story. It's it's borderline crazy. Um, young guy from New South Wales and just has big dreams and has an incredible mindset to be able to get through it. Um, he's a crazy runner. Uh, only got into it recently through COVID the last couple of years and has done some really crazy things to help combat um, homelessness in, in Sydney. That's a big inspiration behind what he's doing and he wants to make massive impact. He ran 50 marathons in 50 days. I've done one marathon before and I couldn't work for six months and haven't run since. So it's it's incredible in itself when you hear what he's doing and why he's doing it. Um, since then, he's even ch- like, you know, biting off even bigger challenges. He's doing a run. Get this, like try and fathom this. He's running from the west coast of Australia, WA, across Australia to Sydney in 40 days. Um, he's doing 100 kilometres a day for 40 days. I don't even know if that is... Like, I don't even know how you come up with that. And, um, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. So hope you enjoy this show. Um, have a listen to him. If there's any support, you can support him. Make sure you do. They're doing it. You know, he's just doing it himself. He's not worrying about anything. And he's getting involved. So, um, yeah, love meeting him. He's an absolute star. And, and I know you enjoy this one. Really. Hi, fam. It's Dylan's mum, Deborah. This is Dylan Friends. I was like, you can embarrass yourself. And I was like, bro, do you want me to do all seven verses? Bit arrogant. Didn't know all yeah. seven. <laughs> I've been in a bad team for 10 years and we got a chance to do something pretty special this year. All you can do is put your hand up and say you're wrong. Banter is a way that guys connect, a way that we can kind of play it safe with someone until we get to know them. I try to fix people sometimes. I'm like, Dan, stop doing that. Just listen. And you stack on top of that the habit of not taking your phone when you take your dog. It's easy. They had no other way to get out of the cave and we either turn our backs on them, in which case they're going to die, or we give this crazy idea a go. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Ned Brockman. How are you, mate? Welcome. Thanks for having me. How are you, my friend? What's happening? I just fresh off the flight this morning, by the way. Yeah, I am. I uh, had an early, early start. Got a quick run in this morning at 4am and then uh, here we are. Oh, you. mate. You honestly give me anxiety. I think I woke up at sort of 8, um, was walking the dog and thought I was sort of killing it, to be honest, on the weekend because I've been off the drink. I was telling you off air. I've been off the drink a little bit. Like I, I'm still just, you know, dabbling here, there and everywhere. But geez, I've been feeling good. On, I've been feeling mm. fresh. Yeah. It's- and then I wake up and you're running like 50Ks at 4am and I feel like a piece of shit again. <laughs> oh, mate, you're going good. You're okay. going good. Don't Fantastic. worry Fantastic. <laughs> hey, honoured to get you in the studio today, mate. You're doing incredible things. Um, I don't think of late, like I don't think of late, 
I don't know if you did that, if you like Google targeted me or something, but I don't think I'd seen someone referred so many times to get on the show. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. We had Will and Jay from Bursty, obviously our friends there. Yeah. They're, they're absolutely dominating. The Budgie Boys, yep. Adam and Brendan, who custom, we're yeah, our own custom pair. You're getting your own custom pair. I am getting my own custom pair. Ned's record run run. There actually. we go. Yeah. And also about 47 people on Instagram just sending me eclipse. Um, another mutual friend of our, Lloyd, Lloyd Paris, was reaching out. There's just, it's everywhere at the moment. This is like, I feel like we're meant to be here. That's it, mate. I'm just excited. It's so good. We're finally, you know, here, mate. Yeah. Um, and you love the show? Love it. Yeah, good. Uh, Listen from the start. Yeah, okay, fantastic. Cole Chalmers. Fantastic. Cole Chalmers one, actually. Yeah, he did. Quite, quite good. Okay. And the Hugh one. I listened to the Hughes. Quite okay. good, actually. I was testing you there. You're actually, yeah. That was impressive. <laughs> I, um, I, mate, yeah. tell us a bit about yourself. Why are you here? What are you up to at the moment? Yeah, so obviously, yeah, thank you for the chat. I, um, I'm running from Cottesloe Beach to Bondi Beach, put simply. Um, I'm hoping to do in 40 days and raising a sh- lot of money for homeless charity. Yeah, you can yeah. swear. A shitload of money. So Cottesloe Beach, that's that's Western Australia. Yep. That's on the west of Australia. Yep. And then you're running to Bondi Beach, which is on the east. Yeah. Which is a long way. Long way, 4,000 K. 4,000 yeah. kilometers. So yeah, we're just gonna, obviously 100 K a day is the plan. Cause I want to do it, I want to break the record, which is 45 days. Um, and then we go, yeah. So I want to go basically 25 K, Four times a day. Here we are. That sounds disgusting. I want to unpack it all. Um, it's it's honestly incredible what you're doing. Um, I've been tracking your journey, as you said, through Instagram and and everything, which you can all follow, and we'll, we'll leave this link in the show notes. But it's it's been unreal, man. I think firstly, I was like, why would you want to do this? Yeah. Um, then when I found out the reasons, I was like, that's unbelievable. But it's 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 not an easy feat. Like this is something that's going to be seriously seriously tough and. I didn't want to drop it early, but I do have a marathon medal just hanging over here. Where is it? It's just here. What one did you do? Uh, the Melbourne. Melbourne Beautiful, marathon. yeah. No, I was down here, did the 10K, didn't see you. Oh, that's cute. I did yeah. the 42. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. But um, that's unbelievable. <laughs> it, it really is unbelievable. I want to go to the start though, mate. Tell us a bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up um, and how this come about? Yeah. So I, uh, I'm from Forbes, New South Wales, mm-hmm. um, 60K West actually on a farm. I uh, went to school in Orange at Kinross Wallaroy. Um, I, you know, I was always, I was never like the, the sport, the top of the sport, you know, everyone is always the outstanding sportsman in school. Um, and then I always had the, basically had the carrot dangling in front of me through rowing and rugby saying, you know, you'll make the A's, you'll make the first quad, you'll do this, um, which bred a lot of determination, but I never really ever got into the top, top crews, but I was always fighting, always having a crack. And then out of school came rugby, played a fair bit of rugby, ended up getting injured, my right shoulder, you know, as you do get injured, playing physical a sport um and then but i just love like the the desire to push myself mm. and see how you know far the body can go um and then i found running through a mate me and me and a mate just started trying to one-up each other did a 10k 15k 21k i'm sending it to him he's sending it back and then he did a 25 and i was like oh this fucking bastard now i've got to go and run 26 27 so we ended up running a 42k together just off the bat no training and then I just got like this bug, just all of a sudden I was like, this is skit, so I can't, like, I've got to do something else. So I, in Sydney, there's, um, at Bronte, there's a, um, the car park hill. It's yes. like a. So that's like the, the, the car park where you have to go up the hill. And yeah, up around. down, it's just the one way. Yeah. And I did, I was like, I'm going to do a hundred laps because I used to go there every Saturday morning. How far, that's like, what's that? Like a hundred laps was about 80K. 80K. Yeah. So, which was about 3000 elevation. And I was like, I all went all through the night, started. Yeah. Sorry, just yeah. to jump. When you say hill as well, if someone hasn't been, like this is a fucking hill. Like yeah, it's not yeah. just a, 
How how yeah, the elevation? It's um it's basically four hundred and fifty odd meters up, and then uh, back down. It's about three hundred, so it's like a banana curve. Yeah, and I did, uh, yeah. So hundred laps is thirty. It was about thirty meters elevation every lap. So that was yeah three k's. Pretty pretty long night to be honest. It took me about seven hours, eight hours, and I um got home. Oh, didn't get home straight away. I went straight in the water, and I was like, this is crazy. Hey, like I've just Pushed all through the night. My my nutrition was a packet of sour worms and a Gatorade, which is great nutrition advice mm. for anyone listening. Um, and then I went to went to sleep. Basically, got home, crawled home pretty well because I was absolutely cactus. Woke up the next that that like you know middle of the day, and I was like, I've got to go again. Let's go. So then yeah, ended up we did I did a hundred k middle of the night. Um, finished finished work i don't i didn't like telling people about them because i just wanted to you know go and do them and then be like look what i've done because obviously with up and coming we have a chat about it i I have to get the word out to start raising awareness for things but in this i just wanted to prove to myself to be honest it wasn't about being someone or being you know seen as doing something it was just like look what i can do for myself Mm. um yeah and i ran the 100k and then yeah basically I was like, I need to do something and not just do a one-off run. I need to raise awareness um, for an issue, homelessness, um, and did 50 marathons in 50 days after work at the end of 2020, which um, was, you know, I'd wake up at 5.30, crawl, get up, have breakfast, eat two pies, three pies, three chocolate milkshakes, and then go to work, get fired up around 2 a.m., start shadow boxing all the jip rockers in the – and then um, by 3 a.m., by 3 p.m., sorry, I'd be out the door running a marathon. And then, yeah, so ran 50 marathons, 50 days at the end of 2020 and raised $100,000 for an awesome homeless charity. Okay. I Let's slow this down because you just ran 80Ks in a night. Then you ran 100Ks. Was it the next day? No, it was probably was, about two weeks later. Okay, two weeks later. Yep. And then you've started to do the 50 marathons in 50 days. Yep. All right. In between, there's probably some things that have happened. Yeah, yeah for sure. I've probably just rambled. No, on. I was just like, this is fucked. I don't know how you've how you've done it, but I think there's it's an important. There's two important parts um, of this chat, and one is why you're doing it. Yep. And I suppose there's two parts in that. One is um, youth homelessness and, and homelessness in general. Yep. Which is, has touched you, and the other one, which is evident, is just like pushing yourself. Yeah. And being able to just like continually back up, wanting to get better, yep. put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And it sort of sounds like you're addicted to it really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which we'll definitely break down now. So firstly around the um, – let's go with the why you're doing it first, like this mentality of like what do you get out of it? Why, what's going through your head when you do it? Yep. And why do you enjoy pushing yourself so hard? Yeah, so uh, I guess it does come back to back where I started, like being the carrot dangled – scenario where I I was never the best so I was like here mate keep going keep going but it was like this relentless pursuit of like come on mate you'll get it you'll get it eventually you'll get there you'll get there and then you know my father he's a the hardest working man I've ever met my mom's just like the most supportive person and then I've just got this awesome foundation of people who've done nothing but lift me up my whole Mm. upbringing so when I come to these crazy ideas it's like Let's go. Let's, yep, sure, mate, get into it. I'll back you 100%. But, you know, you can come here crying too when it goes to shit. Um, but, yeah, I guess putting it out there, it's like this It's this scary unknown because I want to go and do it. But I've got to, with the 50 marathons, I had to put the awareness out there to raise the money for this homeless charity. Um, 
but yeah, it was like, I just want to go and do it. I was saying to one of the, one of the boys earlier, like, I wish when I said I'm doing the 50 marathons, 50 days that I could do it the next day, but I had to do it the month later to raise the you know, yep. awareness around it because I just have this innate feeling to be the best version of myself. And that's like exciting. That's really cool because yeah. I, you know, at 23, I think it's like an exciting area of my life where I can go, let's pursue this and let's like give it all and see what I can actually do. And that's, yeah, for me, I like, that's my day to day. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Is there like, because I can get motivated. I think a lot of people can get motivated. But like the thing that always fascinates me with people like yourself and, and your story is like how long you can stay motivated for with it, if yeah. that makes sense. Like we can all get pumped up and want to go for a big run. Mm. But to then like keep it over that 50-day period is yeah. is the hard part. Like I know we're talking now and it's very like, your 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 like nature to be like I'm gonna fucking smash this, which yeah. you obviously do. Yeah. But is there times in there where you do go fuck? I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So no, I've I've never ever ever <laughs> said I'm gonna do something and not really not know I'm capable of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But in saying that, it is there are days where it. But is. wait, is there parts of that though where like even you're so intrinsically motivated that you won't even admit it or like you just haven't actually anything's not come up no so there's a there's a point in that obviously like there's there's no doubts for me i i know my ability i won't i won't go i'm gonna go run 100 meters in eight seconds because i can't fucking do that yeah but i like there's people going through so much shit and i'm putting myself in these scenarios so like forced torture and forced like you know that's where you breed a beast that's where you go and become like you put yourself in these shit scenarios that's where you grow Mm. and growth for me is like you know waking up again and going again um but in in the 50 marathons there was days like day 12 i remember my hamstring just went up into a ball it felt like and it was like it was so painful and i was i just started screaming i was like 10k into the marathon it was seven o'clock at night and i'm like okay so I just started breaking these the Ks down into like 200 meter segments. And then my my right leg could only go like half stride. My left leg could go full. So I was like, righto, that's what we've got to do. Hopefully tomorrow it's a good day. So I was like, bang, 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 got got to, you know, 33K and I'm like screaming my head off, calling people like, let's fucking go. But it's like, it's me just like, I, I'm, I've said I'm doing it. So I'm either going to get stretched out or I'm going to do it and it's going to be pretty epic. So... Yeah. What gives you this like perspective? I know we touched on earlier, probably being younger and not having that, um, you know, fulfillment in, in making teams and always having the carrot dangling. We've mentioned. Yeah. Now it comes back to I think there's a story around moving back to Sydney, and and that's when you first experienced the homelessness, which I, yep. I'm assuming gives you that perspective and why you want to raise money and mm. awareness for it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So I, um, basically starting back in at the end of twenty, oh, probably the start of twenty twenty, I was running into TAFE, um, in the city. My, I'm in Randwick, but the city tafes at like Ultimo. So I was 6K, 6K run with my backpack on. I'd run in and I'd see a bunch of homeless people on the street in Eddie Avenue, which is like near Ultimo TAFE. Um, and the first few weeks I'd walk past and be like, this is like confronting. Hey, this is like, I don't know what to do. It's really awkward. And that's the problem at the moment. Like people don't know what to do. So they don't, they prefer not do anything. Um, but then I started going, I was like, I've got to do something here. Hey, no one's doing anything. I'm going to be the one who's going to go, fuck it, let's do it. So I walked up, I went up to a few people like, hey guys, you can I give you any food or anything? Because 
I don't know. I, I don't want to give him cash because I'm like, I don't know how that's going to, mm. you know, play out. But um, yeah, I'd go up and they'd be like, yeah, I can I'm hungry. <laughs> so then I'd go and, you know, buy, go to the 7-Eleven, go buy XYZ and then come out and give them all to them. But it was in the conversations that made what I was doing feel more because I was, as this guy named Dave, I um, sat down. I was like, hey, you go, mate. And he goes, didn't, didn't look him in the eye, didn't look at me at all. Mm. And I'm like, can I get you anything, mate? He goes, didn't, didn't say anything. I'm going to go get your feed. Are you right? And he goes, that'd be good. And I went, sweet. Walked out and I've sat down. I said, how, how are you, mate? And he just starts fucking bawling. So he's like had this pent up sadness. I don't know, the whole lot's going on. I, don't, I, didn't even, I couldn't even break down the story because he's just sobbing, a sobbing mess. So then I'm crying at 7.50 in the morning before I had to TAFE. And um, yeah, I'm like, holy shit. They're just, they're just people. Mm. It's on, on all the, they're all statistics on the, online and this and that you know seventy six thousand people are homeless tonight blah blah blah. but no they're all people and they've all got a story and that's what we all miss so my by having these conversations and i'll talk about where i mobilized the awesome charity who i'm raising money for this time in a bit but um it's like the conversations where they grow we grow and we can actually make change um and then yeah so then with my running i was like if these people are roughing it a night every night i'm I can go and run a marathon and go home to my bed and get nice cooked meal and have people care for me. So yeah, it's pretty confronting. What's been the biggest like knowing since this, like you've, you've obviously, um, you know, take a passion and an interest in, in homelessness. Like what followed on from there with the charity that you're working with? Did you go and get more understanding being like, you know, how does this happen? What support are these, you know, men and women getting children mm. at the moment and where did you think you could help improve it? Yeah. So with this, um, Basically, when I was I was raising for the Red Cross throughout the fifty marathons, we raised ninety eight thousand dollars, which was pretty amazing. Um, and I obviously took a step back from running a bit, had to deal with a few injuries and um, whatnot. But a greater appreciate, I had a, I got a greater appreciation for what I was doing and like a bit more of a purpose. But these we are mobilized charity. They reached out to me throughout the fifty marathons, and they you know, being so supportive, like this guy's raised 50,000, raised 60,000. And then I was like, what's the go with these guys? And they, they've got a, um, they're in each capital city and they do, they do outreaches. So basically they go out and start conversation. Exactly. That's, so they actually do what I was doing mm. where they, you know, give a ration pack or like a, a clothes hygiene pack and give it to them, but they actually start conversation, see where we can help because, that's the issue. We think we're going to help them by giving them a, a night stay in a hotel or a, you know, a haircut or this, but it's not going to, it's not going to help in the long term. Yep. They need, and because a lot of the social housing and all this, like they don't want to go there because it's, it's a terrible place. Like for a lot of them, they, there's abuse there and like they don't, they prefer to just sleep on the street because it's safer there, which is an absolute astounding thing. But yeah, that's kind of where it all came about. Yeah. It's, um, it's fascinating just to, to throw back on, an episode that we did recently with Salte. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if you heard it, but he was um, with the, with the YMCA rebuild um, program, and it just, it's a really um, you know there's some similarities in the story of of his story and, and what these people are going through. But I think the main part about the whole thing that you know embarrassingly I say this now, and I you know I feel that this could be a, a common trend is when you look at people like this. Mm. Um, you know, if you walk past a homeless person on the street. And, you know, you go past and the first thing that might go into people's minds is go and get a job, you know, yeah. go and do something. Yeah. And and ashamedly, like, you know, that has 
been something that I used to think. Like I was like, fucking hell, mm. like, come on, mate, like just put a, you go, know, go get something. a job, go and do something yeah. about it. And I think until we have real empathy and we can really put ourselves in, in these people's shoes, like they genuinely, they're not doing this. They don't want to do this. Nah. Like I'm sure they would absolutely love to be able yeah. to go and get a job and have the skill set, have the, um, have the knowledge, have the uh, role models in their lives to, exactly. to educate them on it. And it's just not, um, unfortunately, something that they've, they've been blessed with, is it? No, nah, absolutely not. And yeah, and as you said, it's like they're not there. The, uh, majority, the misconception is they're there because of their silly scenarios. Yeah. A lot of them are domestic violence um, survivors who've gone, okay, actually the safest, the safer place is to be on the street. Mm. People, uh, housing affordability, it's like, you know, one silly decision away from, you know, if you're week to week renting, week to week renting, it's, you know, you might not be able to make the payments and then yep. all of a sudden you and if you don't have an awesome family to have there to back you up, then yeah. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Um, Brendan Noddle, who's a, is a stalwart in uh, Victorian, um, history. He's just a, an awesome dude. Works at the Salvation Army as well. And we've been lucky enough to do some, some stuff with him over the last few years with, with footy and, and everything. And, and he has, um, incredible messages on this too, which I want to yeah. link you guys up. I think you'd really, really get to know. But no, I love, I love what you're doing, man. It's, it's unbelievable. And I think that, um, there's another really cool brand, um, called Homie. Have you yep. heard of Homie? No, I haven't. Homie is like a, um, a clothing, um, youth clothing, and they basically make, um, you know, sick clothes, awesome yep. clothes, and donate a lot of their um, money to youth homeless as well. So, it's a not for profit. It's absolutely unreal. So we should link that one up as well. Yeah, I amazing. We should. Not that I have anyone to link with, but <laughs> we'll work it out. <laughs> <Listen up. laughs> um, with the 50 marathons in 50 yep. days, break this down for me, just like explain how that works. Because 50 marathons, like, what were you running these in? Like three hours, four hours? Um, the slowest was four hours, the quickest was two hours, 53. Okay, so 50, 50 marathons in 50 days. Just to put into context, like I'm not trying to make this about me, just yeah, to, yeah. to talk nah. about it. Oh, go I ahead, did, did a marathon recently. It took at least eight weeks to challenge for it yep. and I haven't ran since. Yep. I haven't ran since. Like that was nearly six months ago because yep. my fucking knees, my ankles yeah. and my Achilles, uh, genuinely I'm actually concerned. I don't think I'll be able to run ever again. Yeah. Um, well, I can, but just not those long distances yeah, yeah, yeah. until you build it up. I'm just sort of like really like wigged out at how you actually did this like yeah. what was going yeah what was sort of going through your head when you thought and, and you're working as well at the same time yeah um well it was funny so <laughs> i was it was the day the morning after i ran the 100k yeah so i'd when did i leave the 100k it took me eight hours 30 minutes 100k which is i was pretty proud i was a five five minute pace 100k i ran to palm beach from ramwick and back and then did a lap of centennial park and that got me 102k or something mm. Um, middle of the night, I was like, hey, called up and made it 80K and said, hey, can you just come to the bridge? I need some food. Because I packed like three cliff bars. <laughs> Turns out you've churned through 10,000 calories of energy. And you only need, mate, how are you not on top of you? You've got to get better at well, your nutrition. Well, no, I am now. Okay. I am now, but back when I was a little naive shit. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> no way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I finished the 100K. I didn't really sleep very well, but I'm getting all these messages like, oh, how'd you do that? That's crazy. And I'm like... I've got to do something. I've got to do something. So I'm like sitting down and I've heard this American guy, Dean Carnezes, he did 50 marathons in 50 states of America in 50 days, but he didn't work. So I was like, fuck it, let's work. Let's let's put it out there and be hilarious. Fucking let's work. So I on my Instagram, I'm like writing this up. There's so many spelling mistakes. I was so nervous, like jittering. And um, I, yeah, posted it up and I went, g'day guys. Um, 
I'm running 50 marathons in 50 days while working full time as a spark and I want to raise $3,000. <laughs> and I've got like 10 of my mates go, mate, three grand. You're yeah. going to get that off one person. I'm like, <laughs> what, really? And they're like, just do like 50 grand. Get, go 50 grand. Go 50, 50, 50. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's cool, whatever. Hopefully I get that. And then, um, yeah, so I was like, I gave myself a month. That was August the 1st. And then I said, I'm going to do it on the 1st of September. And yeah, so I was like, oh, well, I better back to back some runs because I haven't done that before. Um, I did two or oh, three half marathons back to back and I was like, yeah, it'll be sweet, I reckon. And then I was training hard in the gym. I was strong, like leg strength and obviously not heaps strong, but strong yeah. for a runner. Yeah. Um, and then I, yeah, I was just nervous and punching the air again and just so excited and then got to there and did my first marathon. I was like, here we go. Let's do it. So how many have you done now, by the way? Just like, um, have you if you don't count the, if you don't count like the hundred K over, yeah, yeah, probably maybe 58. <laughs> I've probably done eight others than those. Who yeah. Did. Um, but that was after the 50 I did. So, oh, I mean, I did one before it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And then, Basically how I did it, I just, I would, my day would look like, so I would try get, if I could sneak out of work a bit earlier, I think the guys at work by day 20 started realizing I was going to get it done. So they wanted to give me the best chance to be like, look, let's go. There was days like I wasn't great at work. I'm not going to lie, but I still showed up, (laughs) still showed up. Um, I, I'm a sparky by trade. So I was, you know, I was, I guess, cable tying cables on cable tray and I wasn't really like cutting bricks and doing this and that. I was, the more labor. Don't, yeah, don't play it down. It's still pretty, it's <laughs> more than I do at work anyway. Uh, and then, um, yeah, so I, there was, uh, there was a day I um got sheeted. I was, I went for a nap basically um, and we we're doing a restaurant fit out. This big range hood, top of the range hood. I was like, I was meant to be doing all this conduit work and I was like, fuck, this looks like a good place to nap. This hard stainless steel fitting. <laughs> And I was like, I got a piece of insulation, put it down on my head, and went to sleep. I woke up and it was dark. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here? I was startled. Eh? I, I, it would have been like a half hour nap. The jip rockers had cheated me in. On accident or <laughs> they just did no, it? No, they didn't. Oh. They, they don't care. They're just like, jip rockers, <laughs> fuck it. And so I was like, oh no. And so I called up like one of the boys on site. I was like, hey mate, you're going to have to get these jip rockers to take the sheeting down. Eh? Hopefully they haven't said it. <laughs> And they're like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, I'm up on top of the range hood. Come get me. So I put a ladder up and yeah, it was skits. Um, so yeah, there was there was days like that. But my day, I'd wake up, it'd be 5.30, slowly get going, get, you know, get ordered my two bacon egg rolls with hash brown and extra blah, 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 just to get the calories in because I was burning so many calories. Yeah. Um, even just like throughout the day before the run, just I was eating. probably – 2000 cals I was burning and then throughout the run I was probably burning 3000 and then after I was probably burning another 2000 so I was probably roughly around six to seven thousand cals a day just burning so I had to replenish that by a lot of food which I didn't because I lost about 10 kilos um but yeah I'd get up go to work drive to work I'd be pretty mopey but I'd be like laughing because it was all pretty like ridiculous what I was doing so it was like let's just make fun of it and Mm. let's like joke about it but that's I can't I guess that's probably another way how I got through it was making light of the dark dark situation I was in um and then yeah by two o'clock I'd shadow box joking around start yelling on site and then three o'clock come around and I'd be like I'm out the door flew home and I'm like it was like go time again I was in the zone let's go and then it would be there was days it would be a 10k I'd, I'd take to warm up 
Other days it'd be 30k I'd take to warm up, but yeah, just break them down and then get back, ice bath, eat, go again. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it's crazy. I don't, know, I don't even know what to say. I just, I just don't get it to be honest. Like, I just don't get the, the, the pain, the legs, like how that is in there. Obviously, you're putting in the work. Mm. Is there anything you've like learned from that one to like go again? Like, yeah. In seriousness, like I'm listening to this and I'm a little bit shocked because is this like healthy? No. 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 It's highly advised to not do. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But that's like, I can it's a cop out to be honest. No, not, not for like everyone. I mean, just like, I'm like, I know I can do it. So why not? I'm not like, I, I honestly, when I first put it out there, I had a call from a um, health professional. I was going to say, like, I, I reckon you would have got some things. Yeah. yeah. And it, he goes, I want to sponsor you because a, a friend of mine has called up and said, um, you know, what you're doing and I want to sponsor. And I'm like, Awesome. That sounds great. He goes, I'll give you a hundred bucks per marathon. And I was like, amazing, you know, amazing. And he goes, but I would like you to do the 50 marathons over 50 weeks of the year. And I'm like, mate, that's not what I'm doing. Mm. I, I'm doing that in training. And he's like, oh no, I've spoken to three health professionals and another doctor. I don't think this is a good idea. And I'm like, well, I'll see you on day 50 and I'll get it done and I'll give you a call and you can send me that money. Did you give him a call? I didn't because he goes, I said, I said, I honestly, I don't, I don't want your money because it's like, you need, this is for the homeless. This is for me. You yeah, want yeah, your yeah. name on what I'm doing. Yeah. You don't want your name on the home. You want yeah, it on okay. me. Fair so cool. I was like, thanks for the fuel, mate. I'll talk to you on day 50. What have you learned about like that, that side of it though, the most? And I, I totally get what you're talking about. And I think I'm put, picking up what you're putting down, meaning that, you know, a lot of these things you said today, it's like placebo, nocebo. So mm-hmm. like placebo is when you obviously you think something has an effect on yep. you and it does. Yeah. And nocebo is when you don't think it has an effect on you so it doesn't. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. I, I didn't it. make it up, unfortunately. Nah, I heard well, it on TikTok. Like, it's, it's but crazy. yeah, it's cool. Um, <laughs> is that a lot of like what you're saying? It's like, you know, you can be told things so many times and whatever it is, but at the end of the day, if you if you don't believe it's bad for you, it isn't. Yeah, exactly. It's like I've said it. I've seen people do this sort yeah. of stuff, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, what about fueling though? Is that something that you've – tried to get better at because I feel like that is something that helps so much. Like when yeah. I was running, you know, I was actually – I did a, the City Loop here just before my first um, marathon I did. I feel like we'd even talking about running with you and comparing <laughs> it to the same thing. But I hadn't eaten well before it. Like I'd had maybe um, a banana and like a muesli bar, 26Ks in. I literally lost my mind. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. where I was. I was like so disorientated. Mm-hmm. I thought I was at my car. I was like 5Ks away, yep. had no phone on me. Yeah. And they had to learn like, you know, gels, energy, yeah. you know, like carving up before all these sort of things are super important. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I um, I completely agree. I think they are. But what I guess what taught me like that 100K run was probably the biggest thing for yeah. me because I I ran there with two 500 mil water bottles, no yeah. no electrolytes and three cliff bars. And I cliff bars probably got, I don't know, 300 cal in each. Okay. So t- a tenth of what I needed. Yeah. Um, and I got to palm beach at 50k i'm so far from home i don't my phone's gonna die i can't uber it Fuck, what do i do there's only one thing you can do and that's just move mm. and so that's i guess that built the like oh fuck you can keep going you can keep going you more keep than you going. know yeah ideally you should yeah yeah the saying is like your head's gonna give out way before your body does so if you can keep pushing those limits your body's just gonna keep grinding away yeah. grinding away um but yeah food food is like massively important throughout it like they reckon I, I I don't really know to be honest. I I just eat till I'm almost sick, and then eat again, 
in a half hour throughout these long, long runs. Yep. And then, and, and when I finish them, because at night you're still burning over 1500 in, in your sleep because mm. your heart rate's up, everything's going. So it's just a matter of like fats, carbs, proteins, just like up through the roof. Yeah. How's it starting then in this, in the prep for the big one, the big, the big dance um, from Cottesloe to Bondi. Yep. What's going to be the main like thing that's going to get you through? You reckon? Have you got a team going with you? Like, yeah, have you got I do. people like pacing you on the days and support staff and all that sort of thing along the way? Not, um, not necessarily like support. Not like yep. paces, but um, I'll have you know I'll have like drivers of caravans. Yep. Hopefully, shout out to any caravan company that wants to come on board. Yes, that'd be massively appreciated. Darcy, do we know any caravans? JK yeah. Caravans. Jerry Ryan, get yeah. back to me, brother. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> um, yeah, but obviously drivers for that and then I'm going to need – because I don't want to have to think, honestly. I yes. want to each day wake up, run my 25K, have my meal, run my 25K, have a quick nap, run my 25K, have a meal, run my 25K, go to bed. I um, I don't want to have to do any thinking, to be honest. So, I um, yeah, plan is just have the crew we need. I'll need a physio. I'll probably need, you know, people probably six to eight – people along the way yep um and then yeah we'll work out roles will be organized throughout and we'll um yeah everyone will know their role by day two i'd say unbelievable yeah. uh and what's tracking at the moment for like what's the biggest thing you need to sort of get set for like what are you still trying to feel obviously like the caravan you obviously want to get some donations humming in like yeah. how um, does that go the caravans caravans probably the biggest the yep. the support and then the the fuel because fuel's through the roof at the moment. So if, yeah, another fuel company would be great. Um, but yeah, I guess we we got the awesome like we got Puma have come on board, which is yep. they they've been so great. I've got the the awesome budgies, you know the 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 new line Ned record run budgies. Yes, close up there with the Sec- Dylan friends. second bestseller. They reckon yeah. those ones. Yeah, <laughs> they reckon they might surpass. Them. No, they don't. They don't. They didn't. They have say told that. me. That. <laughs> they so didn't say that. Definitely not. <laughs> um, and then Posy socks, um, yep. which is Cochin. Um, and we've got a few others about to, we're about to launch, which is pretty exciting. Um, so yeah, the, the funds are coming through to be able to, you know, get this stuff off the ground. We need to pay for the fuel, pay for the, if, if we don't get the sponsorship, um, you know, food, uh, generators like physio to come on board. It's just like, it's going to be a cost, but I'm very privileged to have this scenario. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, people are backing me to do this awesome, crazy idea to then hopefully pull it off and then have a massive big party at the end unbelievable so just talk us through this last run one more time like yep. start to finish what's what's the biggest part so 100ks a day yep for 100 days yeah uh, 40 days 40 for 40 days, days. Yeah, yeah yeah it's like so i guess now i think it's it, you, you, it's weird because you keep saying this like it's sort of normal. nothing and it's normal and i just don't want people to like gloss over yeah. 100ks how far is 100ks like geelong how far away is geelong i guess the way i talk about it is for me to conceptualize it yeah because if I go, oh, yeah, it's, it's 100K, yeah. you know, I'm already defeated. And you've ran 100Ks how many times? Um, Four times. Four times. I did a yeah, I did 150K run around the Bronte Hill. Yeah. I did 200 laps of it. Okay. Um, after I did the 50 marathons in 50 days. Yeah. Because I was, felt like I was quite, um, un, I was, I was the man. I, yeah. You couldn't, I couldn't be stopped. That's how I felt. Um, So, yeah, I'm going in with that energy now and trying to yeah, get this done. I guess- the the what I'm the process now for these next three months until we kick off in September is it's ninety five percent mental yeah because um, I know I'm capable my body's capable it's done the hard yards you've done the work hey? yeah yeah um 
everyone's like, oh, your K's, you know, you're not even, I'm not even doing 100K weeks yet, which people are like, you should be consistently doing 100K weeks at least. I'm like, what do you know? Mm. <laughs> you, you've never done it, have you? I don't think anyone has. Yeah, so, so <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, it's all well and good. I love it. I've actually turned my Strava um, distances off because I just don't want people going, yeah. oh, he's only doing this, which I don't care. I look good on you if you want to see what I'm doing. But yeah, I'm, people are like, oh, he's not even training it, but I'm, yeah. I'm doing the work. And you're stopping worry. work from July 1? Yeah, July yeah. the 1st. The boss will be... Um, the boss will be giving me the time off, so which is exciting. Um, then I can go, yeah, I'll give myself a month, a, b- a big training block, probably go home for that that amount of time and then, yeah, get it done. Um, but, yeah, it's all at the moment. It's just like mental training. It's like I can't sleep very well at the moment because I'm just so fired up. It's like I'm, I'm up at 10 to 4, straight away out the door, running, mm. strength training, even walking the dog because I just like I need to need to do shit. So. What, what's the most – important thing you think that's going to get you through this like what what's going to get you through this whole journey that as i said earlier the relentless pursuit of being the best version of myself yeah and knowing deep down like when i get this done what it will like it's never been about being someone or something or or being seen as doing something it's been about what i can do for me and i guess like like even even going on the Today Show and stuff like that, I had a few people go like, "How the fuck? How's he doing this? Why, why, why is he? Why?" I'm like, I've been authentically myself. I did. I was authentic throughout the fifty. I was just doing me, and like, it's exciting. It's like people are getting behind it because they want to see yeah. this shit happen. Yeah. Is yeah. there someone that like motivates you the most? Like who who do you look at and go like, "This is sick"? Who motivates you? Uh, Dylan Buckley. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's a common answer. That's a common answer. <laughs> um, no, mate, I, I guess it's... Like, who do you pick your, your like, not wisdom, but who, who do you get your strength from, I suppose? Like, I'm sure the things that you put in between your ears are yeah. helping you Yeah, feel absolutely. I, I consume, I do consume a lot of yeah. information on socials and on podcasts yeah. um, and audio books. Yeah. I guess, like, I love hearing, not necessarily, like, the top guys, but, like, what how they get to where they are like tim yeah. grover have you do you know tim grover yep. the yeah yep. he was michael jordan's coach yeah he's got some awesome stuff for yeah, diary of a ceo yeah yeah, yeah he was podcast. on that yeah, yeah. listen to that last week unbelievable yeah. um yeah he's, it's it's just like how it's like but yeah. it's exactly that relentlessness it's like if you want to be where you say you want to be why are you not doing the things mm. you need to be doing there was actually a sick quote that he said that i loved um i think we might have mentioned this a few weeks ago but he was talking about um the reference of like people growing up mm. and they say like um you go through the same childhood right like the person growing up mm. and they say why did you um succeed in life mm. i'm sorry why did you fail in life and they go oh you know this thing happened to me and i you know sent me down the wrong track and i, yeah. I failed yeah and then they talk to the other person and they say why did you succeed and they yeah. said oh this thing happened to me in life yeah and, and i yeah. went off and i succeeded and it's yeah. like that whole thing of like it's how you it's look like at the, it op- yeah it's yeah. your option isn't it he it's spoke like, about that and i was like fuck i love this guy yeah just goosebumps yeah. hey i just yeah. yeah that that shit i love that shit um but i guess yeah do you listen to goggins David yeah goggins? i do I, th- I reckon he started my idea of like be a tough bastard but i i love him but i like people who also respect recovery yeah he's just like no nah, you're in a bitch if you fucking recover yeah you know what i mean like no you gotta you gotta if you're if i'm doing this for if this is gonna be a 40 day thing i need to do a hundred days of hard meditation and yeah. just going back because my adrenaline is going to be through the roof for 40 days mm. and that's not good on the body yeah so you need to that was what that's where i came into injury town where when i finished the marathons because i was like oh i can do 
I can do anything. Yeah. So I went and did the 200 laps of Bronte Hill, which was like 150K, 6,000 meters elevation. It was like, and just one 200 loops of one thing throughout the night, straight after work, finished at 6 a.m. I'm like, this is sick. Then the next week I pulled up with like an ITB in like niggle, mm. but I just kept pushing through it for a month and when I should have just got onto it straight away. And like, that's the kind of where I should have gone. Hold up, mate. You've just done this ridiculous thing to your body. You need to give yourself double the time to rest. Love it. But now I've learned that. So this is what's exciting. I've given myself the year and now I'm here going again. Yeah. Last yeah. week, are you going to do? Are you going to listen to anything while you do it, or is it just silence? Is it? You got a years? few podcasts, don't you? I got a few. I yeah. think there would be forty days worth yeah. of content out there. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would, it, it might demotivate, so I wouldn't. Wouldn't listen to all of them. But um, do you listen to music while you run? Or yeah, it? I do. I use it as like a tool of like it's like a cheat code. It's escaping a, a bit, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's for me. It's like I'm if I say I'm sixty k into a hundred k segment, right? And I've haven't had any music in my ears for the whole time, and then I'm like. What can I do to get me through this? I'm like, oh fuck, I got music. Mm. Bang, music in. And then, you know, it might be 10Ks. And I go, oh my God, this sucks. Get the music out. Because yeah. it's just so much in my head. And then, but the beautiful thing about ultra running is you you could be thinking one thing, like, you know, for two hours. And then all of a sudden you're thinking the whole world's against you. And then you're thinking, like, it's just, yeah, it's so yeah. cool. Your mind goes everywhere. And I'm going to have some crazy thoughts throughout this. I can imagine. Challenge. I know, um, not getting too far ahead, but I can already imagine you're planning your next thing. Is there something that you want to do after this already? Um, or are you actually focused on this for now? I am 100% focused. Yeah. I think when I'm balls deep in the nullabore, yeah. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do this. But because yeah. that's what happened with the marathons. And then this idea came up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think get this done. And I hope it opens doors to be able to do, do this other in my things. Life. Yeah. I don't want to have to be a sparky. I don't want to. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't excite me. Oh, mate, I, I think hearing today, I don't think you're going to give yourself any other choice but to, yeah. to do it. Look what you've done already. It's It's got got so much respect for what you're doing. Um, I'm excited to be a part of it in a, in a small, small journey. And hopefully we can get some more people um, yeah. on board. What What is it that we do need? If there was anyone out there listening, obviously finances is, is great. Where can we find you? Where can we hit you up? And what else are you looking for? Yeah, um, you can find so Ned Brockman on Instagram. Yep. Um, that's I'm probably going to do all my stuff through that. Yep. I'll um, have a website, Ned's Record Run. It's already up and going. Ned's Record Run, two days, um, and you can donate on there to where I mobilize. I, if nothing else, if you don't have a you know a camper van company or this or that, go and donate because it's going to be it's going to be put to good use. Like mm. these, the where I mobilize are, are awesome, awesome, it's tiny. No one's getting paid there. It's all volunteers. And they just do good shit. So I'm like, if you're gonna if you're gonna help, donate. Um, and yeah, I guess it's the the fuel, the camper vans, and just yeah, if you've got any other ideas, get on board. I can come out there and lather up some lather up your hammies. Feel like it'd be nice. Bit high about near the cheeks, mate. (laughs) Good luck, (laughs) mate. It's an honour to have you in. So good to meet you. I'm honestly a little bit rattled, but um, it's it's been an awesome chat. I can't wait to see how it all goes. I know you'll do it. Um, I already feel it right now. You're going to get it done. So yeah. been honoured to meet you. I, I, I dare say this won't be the last time we, we catch up and have yeah. a chat on the show. But, um, mate, you're awesome. Incredible. Awesome. Thanks, so brother. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest, or advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at Thanks for tuning in, Ilyxx.